Hello, hello, my gorgeous souls. Welcome to another episode of the Be Radically Authentic podcast. Today, we are talking about practical tips for breaking the cycle of explaining yourself to everyone and being able to let that go. Because here's the thing, our true friends know our hearts and the people who don't want to be our friends are going to believe whatever the fuck they want anyways. So why are we continuously wasting our time, our energy, our resources, our attention, our decision-making power, all of that on people who are already committed to misunderstanding us, who are already committed to not actually getting to know what's truly in our hearts. So we're going to stop that and we're going to talk about how we can actually let that go and gain all of that time, energy, and mental power back and focus on the people that actually matter. Be Radically Authentic, a podcast where each week we dish out on all the things we can do to create a healthy and loving balance in our relationships, honor legitimate self-care, practice practical spirituality, and prioritize our abundant mindset. Because boo-boo, if your mind and soul aren't aligned right, your actions and manifestation aren't going to feel right. Tune in for stories filled with advice on top of tools and tactics you can incorporate into your life to reconnect with that beautiful, authentic soul of yours. We believe in radical authenticity, and the only rule we have here is to simply take what you need and leave what you don't. My name is Carolina Jimena, and this is Be Radically Authentic. Like we've talked about in previous episodes, people are going to believe, people are going to think, people are going to assume, whatever the fuck they want. We cannot control other people. We cannot control their reactions. We cannot control their actions. We cannot control their thoughts, their processes, their assumptions, none of that. We cannot control other people. What we can control is how we react to it and what we make it mean. People cannot make you feel something without your consent. People cannot make you feel a certain way about yourself without your consent. The other day at work, I was being a goofball and I was singing a Sleeping Beauty song or a, yeah, Sleeping Beauty song and just being my goofy self and I was, you know, singing to the bartenders And as soon as I stopped, there were guests sitting behind me and they started clapping. They're like, oh, wonderful, wonderful. And I was so embarrassed for like 0.5 seconds. I am not somebody that gets embarrassed very easily. It takes a lot for me to get embarrassed because I can only feel embarrassed if I think what I have done is embarrassing. And more often than not, I don't. I don't think what I do is embarrassing because I've done the work to connect to myself, because I've done the work to truly love who I am and feel connected to my authenticity and feel connected to what makes me who I am. So when I am goofy, when I am loud, when I am opinionated, when I speak my mind, when I do all of these things, I'm never embarrassed by it. I'm never shamed by it because I know that that's who I am. And I know that those are things that are really great about me and things that I have learned to love about myself. So I can't be embarrassed if I don't think what I've done is embarrassing. 
same logic is I can't feel shame for something if I don't think what I have done is shameful. I can only feel guilty about something if I feel what I have done is worth feeling guilty about. People cannot make you feel something without your consent. So if you are rooted within your actions, if you are rooted within yourself, if you know your heart and you know your soul and you know your intentions and you know what makes you you, Nobody else can take that away from you. Tip number one in breaking this cycle and in, in stop trying to explain yourself to people who are committed to misunderstanding you is number one, recognizing that you don't owe anyone an explanation. Your energy is precious and it is up to you to decide how you want to use it. I want to use my energy connecting to myself. I want to use my energy connecting to the people who are also committed to understanding and trusting and knowing my heart for what it actually is, not for their perception of it or what they want to think about me. So going back to my story, I was embarrassed for like 0.5 seconds because I was really caught off guard. I knew that my goofy self was interacting with my staff, but I didn't know that there were other people who don't know me, who have never had any interaction with me, were also witnessing this exchange. But then afterwards, I was like, you know what? It really doesn't matter that they're strangers. It really doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter what they're thinking. It doesn't matter what they're perceiving because I know my heart. I know that I was having fun. I know that I was bringing a fun energy to my staff. I know that I made my staff laugh. And I know that my intentions were pure in just wanting to bring joy into the space. So then I immediately just owned it and started like can canning in front of them and said, oh, like dinner and a show. Because I took my power back because I know that I don't owe anybody an explanation. I didn't owe them an explanation of why I was being goofy. I didn't owe them an explanation of why I was like singing in my workplace. And I also recognized that my energy is precious and I get to decide how I want to use it. Could I have spent the rest of my workday beating myself up about how embarrassed I was that these guests saw me trying to have a good time with my staff? Yes. But did I want to use my energy that way? No, I wanted to use my energy in a way that connected with myself and recognized that I am goofy, I like to have a good time, I like to bring a positive energy into any and every space that I am in. That is what makes me who I am. And so I'm not gonna allow somebody else to make me feel embarrassed about that. That is my decision. Again, someone cannot make you feel something without your consent. You are in charge of your emotions, you are in charge of your energy, and you are in charge of what you make things mean. Now, what do I mean about you are in charge of what you make things mean? Fortunately, those guests did see what I was doing as entertainment and a positive thing, but let's say they didn't. Let's say they thought I was unprofessional, let's say they thought that I was obnoxious, let's say they thought that I was annoying, let's say that they thought that I was impeding on their experience with my boisterous energy, I can go about that in one of two ways. I can make that mean that they're right. I can make that mean that I am unprofessional. I am annoying. I am obnoxious. I am all of these things that they're trying to make me feel. Or I can make it mean that they don't know how to have a good time. <laughs> 
I can make it mean that they don't have enough joy in their life. I can make it mean that they are too rigid. Like, that's a them issue. That's not on me, boo-boo. That is not a me issue. So this is what I mean about what are you making it mean? So when something happens, asking ourselves, what am I making this mean? Am I making it mean that I am unworthy of bringing joy into the place? Am I making it mean that, like I said, I am unprofessional? No, I'm not making it mean those things because I don't actually believe those things about myself. Similarly, let's say somebody ghosts you. What am I making that mean? Am I making it mean that I wasn't worth showing up for? Am I making it mean that I was boring? Am I making it mean that they didn't like me? Am I making it mean that I wasn't worthy of their attention? Am I making it mean that I wasn't good enough for them? Am I making it mean that they didn't find me attractive? Am I making it mean X, Y, and Z? Or am I making it mean that maybe they just weren't ready for me? Am I making it mean that maybe they're on a different place in their journey than I am? Maybe I'm making it mean that we just weren't aligned. So asking ourselves, what am I making this mean? Am I making it mean something negative about me? Or Is it just a fact that I can move on from and not waste my energy making it mean something that it actually doesn't? And with my ghosting example, if somebody is going to treat you that way, you don't want to spend your time with them anyways. For me personally, I want to spend time with people who are going to hear my perspective, who are going to engage in conversations and intimate and open and vulnerable conversations to actually get to the root of things. I want to engage with people who know and trust and value my heart and my soul and my energy and what makes me who I am. Which leads me to practical tip number two. Instead of focusing on the people who are committed to misunderstanding you, shift that attention to people who are actually willing to listen and understand you. And I know this is a lot easier said than done because we are community creatures. We want to feel included. We want to feel connected. We want to feel like we're a part of something. We want to feel like we're accepted. Oh, that felt heavy in my heart saying that. We want to feel accepted. That is the whole reason I am doing this podcast is because I know that there are so many people out there who don't feel accepted and who don't feel worthy, and who don't feel like they are capable of being loved for who they are, and that they have to be something that they're not, or they have to convince other people that they are something that they're not, and they have to convince other people that they are worthy, and that they're likable, and that they should be included. And please hear me. You are so worthy. If you are here and you are listening to this, you are so worthy. You don't have to do anything. You are accepted here just as you are. You don't have to pretend to be somebody you're not. You don't have to do things that you're not aligned with. You have so much value. The fact that you are here in this world, the fact that you are listening to this, the fact that you are engaging and interacting and here is such a miracle. Please, please, please do not let anybody, anybody, whether it is your family, your friends, your partner, your co-workers, anybody, do not let anybody 
take that away from you. Your energy and your time is important and you get to decide how you want to spend that time and you get to decide who you want to spend that time with. So if somebody is making you feel like shit about yourself, they are not worth your time. But like I said, I understand the need. I understand the desire to pay attention to those people, to want to be accepted by those people. It is something ingrained within us that we want to be included and accepted and be part of the community. That is a survival tactic. Our caveman brain knows that we cannot thrive, we cannot survive in solitude. Our caveman brain knows that our best chance of survival is to be included in the pack, is to be included in the community, is to be included in the village or whatever you want to talk about or whatever example resonates with you. Our caveman brain knows that that is our best chance of survival is to be a part of something. And so when there are certain people who make us feel like we're not a part of that, that we are excluded, that we aren't enough, that we, you know, the you can't sit with us energy, our attention immediately wants to go to rectifying that in order to survive. But our caveman brain can't tell the difference between not being a part of the group, meaning we can't eat, versus not being a part of the group and just going and finding a different group. Our caveman brain can't tell the difference between survival and just having our feelings hurt. So it does take an energy shift. It does take an awareness. It does take time to shift from spending all of that time and energy and worry and thought processing power in figuring out like, how can I get this person to understand me? Like, how can I get this person to accept me? And shifting that into solely just paying attention to the people who do understand you. Now, disclaimer here, obviously there can still be disagreements. My partner and I have disagreements all the time. So I'm not saying you never have to explain yourself. I'm not saying you never will have misunderstandings. I'm not saying you'll never have to apologize or acknowledge your faults or anything like that. So don't get it twisted. I'm not saying this means you get to just get away with everything and anything. What I'm saying is the difference between the energy in those conversations. If somebody has a misunderstanding, but they understand your intention and they know who you are and they know your heart and they know that it wasn't done with malicious malicious intent and you can have that open and honest conversation and they are willing to listen to you, that is a different story than somebody who sees what you're doing, chooses to misunderstand you. And anytime you try to explain yourself, you just dig yourself in a bigger and bigger grave because they are not willing to listen to you because they've already made up their own damn mind. I want to read you something here in a book that I am reading right now. It's called The Inner Work by Matt and Ash. Change is terrifying to the untamed mind. Even when exposed to true happiness through witnessing it in others, it will reject it outright through denial or projection. Most minds are actually very suspicious of someone emulating genuine innocence, 
unconditional love and inner peace. Seeing someone else shine their light unapologetically can really trigger an insecure mind and have them saying things such as, they are so fake, they are so naive, they don't know what it's like to struggle, they just haven't had enough life experience yet, they'll see. When I read this, it was such a calming understanding for me because I know people say these things about me. I know people say that I'm so fake or I'm a know-it-all or I can't be trusted or I pretend to be as honest as I am. I know that people say these things about me, but again, what am I making it mean? Am I making it mean that those things are true or am I just understanding that something is triggered within them? Something is triggered within their own mind. So when they see me behaving in my unapologetic light, it reflects something within them that they need to work on. And again, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I don't have flaws. Trust me, I have tons of them. And I am the first person to admit them when when I see my flaws coming into action or when I feel like I've made a mistake or when someone points out that something that I have done has affected them in some way, shape or form. And again, that is really where the open and honest and vulnerable conversation comes in and why it's so important to actually listen and to be listened to. So again, this is not a justification for us to start thinking that we're perfect and we never have to explain ourselves and, well, if you feel that way, no, that is not the point that I am getting to. The point I'm getting to is that there is the importance of having conversation, but if somebody isn't willing to have that conversation with you, if somebody isn't willing to understand you, if somebody isn't willing to meet you in the middle, and again, having that have that open conversation, don't waste your fucking time with them. Now, this leads me to practical tip number three, because we don't always get to choose whether or not we get to interact with somebody. Sometimes we are going to have to interact with people we might not want to, or we might have to interact with people we know are committed to misunderstanding us or don't like us or whatnot. That's just the reality of the world. But for practical tip number three, set boundaries with those who are committed to misunderstanding you. You don't have to engage in arguments or defend yourself against whatever it is people are thinking about you. Instead, just like state your position Let it be known that you're not willing to engage in those kind of unproductive conversations and limit what you are telling them, limit your interactions with them. Be pleasant, be cordial, but there is a difference between being polite and sharing so much of yourself, sharing parts of yourself in hopes that you will connect with this person in hopes that they will finally understand you or see the good in you or see the value in you or see the worth in you or see what you have to bring to the table. There is a very fine line there. And so I really want to challenge you to figure out what that line is, which brings us to our authenticity challenge. For your authenticity challenge this week, I really want you to start to reflect and be aware of how much you are sharing with the wrong people and the intention behind why you're sharing that. Are you sharing these pieces of yourself in hopes that they will 
reciprocate in hopes that they will find you acceptable, in hopes that they will find you palatable, in hopes that they will find the worth and the value in you, in hopes that they will like you, in hopes that they will finally see who you are or who you want them to see, that you are a good person, that you do have worth, that you do have value, that you don't have malicious intent. Because remember, we cannot control other people, but we can control how we react to them and what we make it mean. So I want you to really be aware of how much you're sharing with the wrong people. And again, what the intention behind sharing that is and rein that energy back. Bring that energy back into yourself and start to spend that energy with the right people, the aligned people. And perhaps maybe you don't have those people yet. Maybe right now you are currently realigning your energy because I've definitely been in that place where I, at points in my life, had zero friends and zero support system because I was making these changes and shifts in my energy and I had to give time to recalibrate but just be patient know that you are doing this work trust in yourself trust in this work and trust in the fact that once you give it enough time once you start to do this work the right people will start to magnetize towards you and you will have the right community that isn't going to be committed to misunderstanding you and you're not going to have to waste so much time and energy trying to explain yourself just in order for them to to find value in you our card pull for this week is your soul shines, but it is reversed. It's so interesting that we're getting a lot of reversed cards at the beginning of this podcast, which just shows how disconnected we can be and we are from certain things and energies that really benefit us. And the reversed of it all is really highlighting what we need to bring into awareness and what we need to reconnect to. So I think that's really beautiful for us as a collective to really pay attention to. But this card in particular, your soul shines. This is telling us that we are a little bit disconnected from what makes us who we are and from trusting ourselves and trusting our energy. And like I've said every fucking episode, I cannot believe how in tune and you know what I don't even know why I can't believe it like I'm an intuitive fucking person and that's the whole point (laughs) that's the whole point of doing these card pulls is that I can see the connection so maybe it's not that I can't believe it but it's just so affirming and reaffirming for me just to see how beautifully connected these cards are to the point of the episode so this is bringing awareness to the fact that we need to let our soul shine through we can't hide who we are we can't hide what makes us who we are. We can't hide that light. Remember when I read that book? When we shine unapologetically, it can trigger insecure minds. And it's not up to us to filter that. It's not up to us to dim that because we're worried about how other people are going to perceive us because we're worried about what other people are going to think about us. It is not our responsibility to convince other people of our worth. It is not our responsibility to convince other 
people that we're a good person, that we're a valuable person, that we're an important person. It is our responsibility to feel those things within ourselves. So this is really highlighting that we need to reconnect to that. We need to reconnect to what makes my soul shine bright. What makes my soul illuminate? How can I bring my soul more into this world? How can I reconnect with my soul and let that authenticity shine? For your moon update, it was a new moon yesterday. And I know in, I think, my introductory episode or something like that, or no, it might have been the full moon episode, episode number two. I said that I was going to do readings for each of them, but my full moon in Virgo episode is the episode that has the least amount of listens. So I'm wondering if that's something you guys don't actually want, or if maybe I'm just not doing a great job of highlighting the importance of it. So if you are interested in the full card readings for each of the moons, let me know. Maybe this is just something I'll do in my Discord community. Maybe this is something I'll do on live on TikTok and Instagram or something like that. I don't know. I want to play with it a little bit, but if you could let me know what your thoughts are, I would really appreciate that. Obviously, I want to do things that help you and that interest you and that intrigue you. So yeah, let me know what you think. In terms of our moon update for today, though, if you are listening to this on launch day, March March 22nd, 2023. It is a fire moon and it happens to be a fire moon in Aries. So fire moons are a really great time for taking action. So maybe you start to take action today on that authenticity challenge, whether it's writing down a list of people that maybe you aren't necessarily jiving with and you're like, you know what? I feel like I keep trying to force this connection or force this friendship and it's just not working out for me. Or maybe you use the fire energy to take action on another project or another goal that you're working on. The weekly affirmation I have for you this week is I know my heart. I know my heart so I don't have to explain it. I know my heart so I don't have to waste time with people who don't. I know my heart so I don't have to spend my time explaining my intentions and my actions to people who are already committed to misunderstanding me. I want you to use this affirmation and literally say it out loud because our words and our voices have so much power so when we speak things into existence, we are literally changing the particles around us and the universe is going to show up for us and match that energy. All right, my sweet souls, that's all I have for you this week. If you haven't already, please make sure you join our Discord community. I would love to keep these conversations going with you and see how the episodes are helping you and what actions you're taking and what questions that you have. If you liked this episode, please make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. That is the best way to get this message out there so that we can help more and more authentic souls feel less and less alone. Until next week, I love you so much. Stay radically authentic.